This is Puck Here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury. Hey guys, welcome to Puck Here. We're back after a little stint off. I was sick. Uh, Joe had been traveling all around the USA and Canada and having a good fucking time and well we've missed talking about hockey so here we are uh this week like I said Joe's back from holiday uh we're gonna save you the slideshow but we've got some highlights from his time away the Capitals have forced a game seven with the Penguins and me and Logan will debate who will win hmm yeah, I wonder which side I'm picking. Uh, the WHF Worlds, hashtag WHF Worlds, are currently underway in Paris and Germany. We're going to be talking upsets and expectations. We watched a game, a preseason game of the Admirals versus the Swarm last night, and we have such expert analysis on both teams that we're going to fill you in on that. <laughs> yeah, we are We are the, um, the hockey insiders, right? And uh, we're going to grumble over... The, over the uh, lack of attention that the Stanley Cup playoffs have been given by the New Zealand media. Uh, but first up, our moment of the week, which surely that's got to be Ryan Getzlaff and the Anaheim Ducks going full beast mode on the Edmonton Oilers last Saturday. Yeah, for a Ducks fan like me, what a highlight. Let's just forget what happened uh, yesterday. because we we I, 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 I don't think anything actually happened yesterday. I think the Ducks, you didn't they just not show up? Like the team bus broke down. Yeah, Ed, the Edmonton, they just didn't even arrive in Edmonton, so they just thought, I'll just stay in uh, sunny California and wait for Edmonton to come back for Game 7, because, you know, what if, what if Anaheim ever had problems with in Game 7s? So, <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I currently watching, uh, before that game, I am that meme of that little dog sitting in that room with, like, the fire all around him, and, like, this is fine. Oh, and he's just sitting at the table yeah. drinking coffee. That's yeah. you. <laughs> and I'm in game seven after leading 3-2 in a series. This is fine. Speaking of game sevens, well, we didn't have any in the first round, um, although we had a lot of overtime. But we're lucky this time around, second round, we have two with the potential of a third one if the Rangers win game six over the Senators tomorrow. Now, of course, we're recording this on Tuesday night in New Zealand time. Um, Thursday is going to be a massive day for hockey, though, with uh, the Penguins and Capitals and the Oilers and Ducks going for those game sevens. Seven heaven. Seven heaven. Seven. What was that show? Seventh heaven? Seventh heaven, yeah. Seventh heaven. With God, Ashley go- Simpson on that's it. going back. <laughs> That was a that was a great show because those kids grew up to be such punishers. They were all like really small at the start, and then they grew up to be the teenage years. And there was that real little jerk that looked like Malfoy from um, uh, Harry Potter, the uh, brown right. kid. Yeah, <laughs> I um, uh, confession. Don't pretend you didn't watch it. Oh no, I did watch Seventh Heaven. Uh, I can't remember what channel that was on, but I was going to say that I've never actually watched any of the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> just silence that, in the room. That was. <laughs> I can't. I cannot believe that. I've seen maybe the opening of the very first movie, but that's it. Wow. <laughs> I think this has just changed Joe's I am, I am whole shocked. perspective on me. I am shocked. <laughs> shocked and appalled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, how would you not? How have you not seen any of those? Like, in passing, ones come up. Like, it just doesn't interest me. 
Same with Lord of the Rings. Movies about magic and fun. They don't interest you. (laughs) I, okay. This is going to sound funny because obviously, um, well, actually while you've been away for this last month, I have finished. Well, I finished the main storyline of uh, Zelda Breath of Wild on my uh, beloved Nintendo switch. And of course that whole thing is fantasy, but I hate fantasy movies like Harry Potter, like Lord of the Rings, like the Hobbit. I just, I won't watch them. I can't stand them. They, they hold no interest to me. You want to be in the fantasy. You can't, you can't watch fantasy. You need to be the fantasy. I guess if that's, uh, that's (laughs) kind of one way of looking at it. (laughs) It's like a very, it's like kind of like a, and quite analytical of you there, Joe. Existential, maybe (laughs) even. (laughs) just trying to look for some escapism and watching fantasy doesn't do it for me. Um, but yeah, you're back finally. Uh, I'm we, back. You're back. I was sick. I sounded like shit last week. Um, there was actually, I worked through the weekend, uh, even though I was sick and then I, I sounded terrible on Sunday. I had, I took Monday off I had Tuesday, Wednesday off. And then I came back to work on the Thursday and I saw one guy that saw me on Sunday and I was like, hey, and he's like, oh, fuck, you still sound the same. I was like, oh, damn it. Okay. Just then that's why I didn't record the podcast last week. Yeah. We, yeah. I, th- I think we needed a bit of a, we needed some rest recuperation. I was, um, travel hit me hard. I, I had to spend two days in sunny Hawaii, just really recovering from my, my, fuck my off, travels. Fuck off. So. I just needed that kind of reset before I took my flight back to New you know, Zealand. You know the worst part about you being in Hawaii, and I, I love that you. There's an awesome video that you guys took for ACC. You're just standing there in your fucking Hawaiian shirt, sipping your drinks out of the coconuts, and uh, you're like, "Oh yeah, New Zealand. Uh, we hear you've been hit with a hurricane. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to hear that. <laughs> that was such a dick move. And they weren't Hawaiian shirts. They were Hawaiian suits." They were full, full suits, uh, with shirt and ties. That's amazing. <laughs> with pink, pink flamingos on them. Yeah. I got in a bit of trouble about that. Uh, that video, the cyclone cook, as it was, um, shutting down most organizations and, um, schools around New Zealand as we sipped down my ties on the roof of the Moana Surfrider Hotel in Waikiki. <laughs> Interesting. You ACC guys, uh, you kind of like the rogues of the New Zealand media, really. Um, we won't, we won't talk, I don't want to talk too much about the hockey highlights of your trip because, well, I want to save that for another episode, um, a good friend of the show, and uh, I, I may completely screw up his name, <laughs> Joe Maxwell. Um, he's, uh, he's a huge Penguins fan. He was in Pittsburgh. He traveled to Pittsburgh from New Zealand uh, to watch their Stanley Cup run last season. He's probably, he, I, he's a way bigger Peng- Penguins fan than you are. Even though you are wearing a Penguins t-shirt right now. Oh, it's because I'm a huge Kessel fan. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously because, well, the Penguins were like my childhood team and I guess the Leafs are the team that I support mainly now. Um, but yeah, so he's got a lot of awesome stories there. And I want to say that for a special where we kind of get together and the three of us kind of exchange those stories. So um, don't let's not talk too much about ho- the hockey side of your trip because you did... You did get to go to the game three of uh least versus the capitals you lucky fuck i did yeah that was uh cost basically bankrupt bankrupted us for uh, the rest of our trip doing that that's why you did all the free shit 
In New York, yeah. yeah. So after Toronto, we went to New York and we had no money. Uh, so so run, me th- run us through some of your highlights on the trip to just make us all jealous while we all suffered here in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, I guess game three in Toronto and then um, just one uh, hockey hall of fame. We went there and uh, I touched the Stanley Cup, which apparently is a no-no, but I don't care. Like I did I, that. Like I said, I'm, I, I feel like my chance to win it may be gone now. Yeah. So... I touched it. I don't care. Um, New York was uh, was pretty. I don't think I basically turned into a pizza. The amount of pizza that I ate in New York, <laughs> everywhere. Uh, another yep. highlight of New York would be they happy hour is a very like loose term when it comes to hour in New York. Their happy hours tend to consist of eight hours from twelve midday until eight at night. <laughs> it's just to get people in during the day exactly day, they're encouraging day drinking, day drinking they love, yeah <laughs> they love day drinking um and yeah it's just new york's a, is a crazy city with so many people brooklyn is a great place um i highly recommend it if you go to new york don't stay in new york stay in brooklyn and then just train over much cooler people over there Brooklyn's kind of had the vibe of toronto a little bit isn't brooklyn meant to be like where all the hipsters are at exactly that's why i was there <laughs> assimilating myself fair enough um but yeah uh, i can't can't say any more nothing top to the highlight of the trip rather more than that game three overtime leafs uh capitals and now i have spawned a leafs fan within my household Yeah, I, I saw that on your Instagram. Uh, your girlfriend, your girlfriend Kirsty, is now a bandwagon Leafs fan. Walking out of the ACC, she's like arm in arm with all these people yelling, "Go oh, Leafs, cute. go, go Leafs, go!" Like <laughs> it was. Um, yeah, she's a massive bandwagon jumper. So good on her. Although uh, I think I think most uh, members of Leafs Nation would actually be quite exto- you know, quite stoked and excited to learn that. They're capable of attracting bandwagon fans now. Oh, and it's, it is only going to get more and more like that. Every, I mean, you've been in Toronto and, like, and you know that that city is just crazy for hockey. But the people that um, were kind of uh, turned off by the team, mm-hmm. that is, they are going to come back in droves by the, 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 the skill and fun that that team plays with and how young they are and they're going to be together for ages. So it's... There's going to be people driving up and down King Street with their leaf flags for many years to come. <laughs> I imagine um, uh, Lou and Babcock would be very excited about that. Um, maybe maybe Kirsty can become like a poster child for Leafs Nation. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> exactly. But I have I have I have presents for you. I have a present for you. What? So from the trip. What? So hang on. Yeah, yeah, put your headphones down so you don't <laughs> wreck our precious little setup here. Yeah, our recording, our recording setup. So this, I wanted to do this. Is, this expecting. is a reveal. This is a, a big reveal. From, I, I, I feel like we're from the trip. This feels like the Steve Dangle podcast. Right uh, <laughs> yeah, I may have ripped it off from that idea. Um, so here is a rally towel from Game Three. No way for you. It's the with the, the zero zero one, one, the reset. So ah. Oh. 
There we go. That that whole uh, campaign, like um, the Maple Leafs, the marketing team is so on fire recently because they, did you see the video where they the showed all the highlights was, yeah. and it went 100 and then it, it like wound back to 001? I was like, oh, yeah, that's they, cool. They did that on the, they obviously projected it onto the, um, oh, that's so onto the ice. And then more is your very own pair of Bab socks. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, wow. Thanks, dude. Bab socks. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks, so dude. That's, that's so the, awesome. That's where the presents end. Oh, that's so <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you so much. No I, I, I'd get up and hug you, but um, we we'd would wreck our, in wires. <laughs> we, we'd wreck our equipment. You know, it'd be really nice one day if, um, you know, if, if we got big enough and we could construct our own studio space. <sighs> I mean, one of us would have to own a house first. So yeah, and there, uh, so let's maybe move. We'd have to move to Gore to buy a house. I'd say we should move to the South Island. Big big hockey, uh, big hockey community in South Island. Exactly. Let's move to Queenstown and set up shop down well, there. Well, I mean, Queenstown is basically the same as Auckland as far as how the cost of housing. But um, while you're away, uh, Sarah and I actually went to Queenstown. And uh, I showed her all my favorite spots. We went down to the rink a bunch of times. Funny thing is, is we were watching um, the game where the Leafs got eliminated from from the playoffs at the Queenstown Ice Arena in the lounge. It's midday. I'm drinking a craft beer and, and we've got a bowl of chips. And there's all these kids around us who, would be, who were there figure skating and whatnot. And I just felt so like... I don't know. It's kind of weird. You've got two two grown adults sitting there drinking in a room full of kids. In <laughs> uh, some places that would be illegal, but um, you, at a hockey rink, you know, yeah, yeah, in a hockey rink, watching a game, it's perfectly fine. Um, so thanks to uh, Ten and Dan from the Queenstown Ice Arena for always being such lovely hosts. Um, can't wait to get back down there during the New Zealand Ice Hockey League. Did you season. go to the place and buy the food named after the the players, the CMP players? Oh, Bob's Way. Yeah, yeah, I went a bunch of times. What did you? What which player did you eat? Which player did I eat? I actually I can't even remember who it's named after, but Cody's Bagel. I can't remember Cody. Unfortunately, there's a few of them uh, like named after um, alumni players, former, no? former mm. players. Yeah. Uh, it's like a cheese and jalapeno bagel. Mm. Very good. Topped with like uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, and hollandaise sauce. Bob's hollandaise sauce is amazing. And then the other time um, I ordered, I think they've changed the menu a little bit, but you can order off menu if you know the oh. items. Oh. Uh, so, you know, kind of felt like uh, the whole like McDonald's secret menu kind of thing. Um, so I got Uncle Pete's potato cakes who not a player, but you know, he's a very integral part of the team. Um, and that's just fucking delicious. Oh man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm making you. Yeah. And then the <laughs> first, so, okay. So the first night, um, we went to fat badges, which is uh, my absolute favorite place to eat in Queenstown pizza place. It's awesome. And sorry, that was gross. Um, maybe I'm still a little bit sick. And, uh, so we got like a, like this, well, there's two sizes of the pizza fucking huge and normal size so we got the normal size uh just a pepperoni uh the large poutine which comes in this if you dine in comes in this huge freaking bowl and it's just drowning in cheese and uh gravy and for some reason i also threw in six chicken wings as you do just just because i wanted sarah to sample the whole menu you've got it and by the end of it oh my god we could have food coming for days you can't you can't don't be 
don't be upset that you know you can't go wrong if you ever throw in some wings. No, that's true. You you never come away from that going. I wish I didn't chuck in those wings. You come away from it saying, I wish I did chuck in some wings afterwards, <laughs> but never never the the former. Life lessons from Joe Jury. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, Queenstown was awesome. But let's get back to uh, the the playoffs. You know, we mentioned um, Getzlaff going into beast mode. Have you seen his stats for the uh, playoffs? I uh, I have not, but you were going to lay them on me. I, f- I feel like he's he's now at a point of game in his career for the playoffs. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I haven't gone as far to look at his okay. career, but he's at, at a one point five points per game in these playoffs. So in ten games, he's got eight goals, seven assists for fifteen points. That game four in Edmonton, where he had like two and two. Hmm. Uh, I watched that when I was in in Hawaii, and well, he was he just completely took over that game. Like Edmonton came out flying in that first period and they were leading two nothing and then he just went, Oh, I'm gonna just gonna take over the game now. Like it was kinda of like Eric Lindros ish. And see the um while during the regular season the likes of Getzlav, Perry and Kessler might not have always um oh what's the word I'm looking for? You know, oh, like stunned people. Like they they were kind of maybe underwhelming a little bit. But this is the time of year in the playoffs where those guys really shine. This is this is the time of the year that Ryan Kessler wear, uh, earns Makes his money. seven million dollar contract for the next forty five years <laughs> until he dies. <laughs> until he passes away. Yeah. Uh, so those guys gets you know gets love and uh, you know Silverberg who's playing himself into the Golden Knights uh, roster. Uh, I, think Ricardo- I think he's playing himself off the Golden Knights roster. Please, really. Please. How can you not protect him after he's had this playoff run? Well, that's the thing. I want to go through that. I want to do a, um, expansion. a mock, mock expansion draft. Yeah, I want to do an expansion draft special uh, maybe a couple of weeks out from the uh, actual expansion draft. I don't want to go too punishing on it and go through every team and pick who we would protect. But I reckon we could do a cool like 45-minute kind of thing, pretend to do an actual draft. Maybe we can get some bells and whistles and... Um, I don't know. For some reason, I was thinking of a way we could turn it into a drinking game, but I haven't gone that far yet to how we could actually do it so that perhaps as the episode goes, as it as it progresses along, we, we get, get drunker, drunker and, and drunker. drunker. Yeah. Let me let me do some research into that. If there's one thing I know, it's researching drinking games. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's got to be one based around drafts. <laughs> Maybe after every pick, you take a shot. <laughs> now, who who's going to announce the picks? Will it be George McPhee or will it be... Jerry Bittman. Hmm. You would think in this kind of in a moment like that, that Bittman would be trying to take as much spotlight as possible. Why don't they go full Vegas and have like David Copperfield comes out and selects announces someone, and Britney Spears comes out, Cher comes out. Like, <laughs> how awesome would that be? Like, um, some crazy Spider-Man guy from the strip comes out and does a a pick, an uh, Elvis impersonator. I think, um, it'll probably be. I, I would like to see it being George McPhee. Yeah, GM, GM. But we'll see. Um, would not put it past old, old Jerry to uh, try and take all the spotlight as much as possible. You're going to want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> and with the first selection of the expansion draft, the Vegas Golden Knights select uh, Martin Marenton. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a good team. <laughs> I- it's going to be 
It's going to be great in the analytics, but uh, terrible actually on the ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk about today's game, the Capitals and the Penguins. Now we put out a poll on our Twitter uh, to see if we would be talking about the Caps going to a game seven or the Penguins riding Ovi's obit, which is what I was going to call this episode. Had the Penguins won? No, but the Capitals won. Yeah. And it, the seemed, flower it seems our, our listeners also agreed with you. Um, yeah. I, did you know that I voted for the Capitals in that poll? I kind of figured you might have. Yeah. Well, no, I, did, I realized you would have after you retweeted my tweet and basically told me to fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> was that was it that aggressive? I thought I thought it was. I thought it was riding the line of. I knew what you were getting at. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was on on par of a, a finger of. A, <laughs> I just want. I just want game seven. I love game sevens. There's nothing better than game sevens. We were. We were. I think we all love game sevens. We were robbed of them in the first round. Now we're going to have two on Thursday New Zealand time. I'm going to have to try and work my, figure out my work schedule that I can kind of get away to the pub or something for that afternoon. Um, <laughs> oh, for Thursday? Yeah. I wish I could do that. What time would the first game be? 11. 11. So that's, that's maybe a bit early to go to the pub. <laughs> go liquid lunch. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Maybe your tweet wasn't that aggressive because I, so I tweeted, uh, let's go Pittsburgh, send the Capitals home and with a lovely picture of you above the Pittsburgh, uh, steel town wearing a, a Pittsburgh sweater. Yeah. And then I just quote tweeted it like all a holes do on the internet. Yeah. And, uh, just said F off. No, what it said, get out of here. Yeah. Bring on bring game, on game seven. seven. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Caps won five, two. They did. They were up five nothing as well. Penguins did not look good in that game. No, Crosby um, supermaned himself into the boards at one point. (laughs) Uh, I'd sent out a tweet saying that um, Braden Holtby, John Carlson, and the boards of the Pittsburgh Arena conspired to injure Sidney Crosby, (laughs) and that was Rob. That was going to be Rob Rossi's headline. Oh God, I didn't (laughs) want to touch Rob Rossi. that, that's the thing. Well, okay. In the two, well, essentially the two weeks that we've been away, um, man, a lot of shit. The whole world has been, the hockey world has been, the real hockey world has turned into hockey Twitter. That's what's happened. Yeah, it has. And the fact that like a, a accredited journalist such as uh, Rossi would blow up at the team like that at a press conference <laughs> and then make those videos. And, and okay. The best part is, is, I found out found out about this guy um, from the Steve Dangle podcast now because you know we're so busy in our day jobs and everything. Sometimes I miss stuff on hockey Twitter, um, but thankfully Dangle normally catches me up one way or another. And yeah, so he he was playing the clips and they were critiquing his videos, and they'd be like, "Pause, start again." You're like, "You just you've lost me." And shit, get better. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a brutal um, dissectum me. Okay, it's fuck Rob yeah. Rossi. Yeah, fuck him. He's, um, he's insane. He's an insane man. <laughs> uh, so, as we mentioned, um, we were going to debate over who goes home for this game seven. I think, see, what happened last year, Ping, Penguins were up 3-1 in the series. Uh, Capitals won game five to make it 3-2. Then it went back to Pittsburgh and... The Penguins are up like, I think they're up three nothing in the game, and 
then the Penguins got like, in the third period, got like three delay a game penalties in a row. <laughs> and then the Capitals came back to tie it. And then it went to overtime. And then Benino, 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 Benino scored that goal. <laughs> Benino! To win the series. So that was game six. So it didn't go, didn't go to game seven. Whereas this year it's going to game seven. So I think the Capitals have, fight, they're going to like reverse their fortunes and finally get rid of this Pittsburgh ghost that they've got over them and win game seven. It's Ovi's time. His time has come. Do you really think so? I do. I do. Is is this just a hunch or do you, do you feel like you've got anything to actually back that up? Uh, I think Braden Holtby is finally playing well in the series. Um, Ovi going down, changing lines has kind of changed his vibe and he's got a bit of a kick in the ass. So he knows that this is kind of, if they blow this, it's it is going to look terrible on on his career and his and his basically his legacy. Um, and Mark Andre Fleury is kind of going back to that weird time <laughs> in the playoffs where he couldn't stop anything. Now, yeah, speaking of uh, Mark Andre Fleury, so I feel like because he'd been playing so well, uh, it's kind of afforded the Penguins to not talk about Matt Murray at all. Have we had any updates on his condition? No, nothing. No, there's there's been nothing because Fleury was just dominating. But I think there'll be some people kind of like old Rob Rossi will be starting to research into what's happening to Matt Murray <laughs> and if he can save his penguins. Well, if he doesn't, I think Mark Madden might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, I, I, I mean, obviously being the Penguins fan, here I'm saying I think the Penguins are going to take it out. While I was absolutely certain that there was no way that the Caps were going to come into Pittsburgh and win game six, obviously desperation kicked in there. Uh, It's given the Penguins the wake up call that they needed. Uh, Up until this point, they haven't really been tested in the playoffs. Uh, I would, you know, they they made pretty quick work of Columbus. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas obviously the Caps were tested by the Leafs. Uh, And I mean... the Leafs have never, I mean, sorry, the Leafs, the Leafs are gone. Let's, let's forget about them uh, for now. Um, even though my bab sucks are right next to me. Uh, <laughs> the, the caps have been tested already and now they've been tested again, but I don't know. I, I, I believe that they can't get over that voodoo. There's just, there's this thing hanging over them and you look at the, like I'm looking at the cap stats right now. Um, and when you compare them to the likes of what, Getslav um, and Silverberg have been able to achieve for the for the Ducks. Most of the Caps, appear, you know, they appear to be underperforming. As a great man once said, there comes a time when the time comes. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> and that time is now. That time has come, and that it's going to be Game Seven. Finally, they're going to just going to. It's going to be. It's. It's going to end. Well, if anything, the was over. If anything, uh, Kevin Shattenkirk needs to step his game up, and he's just pissing money against the yeah, wall, right? So he's coming into this. He's he's a borrowed player. Uh, he's he's a rental for the playoffs. He's going to be a UFA. He could have fetched himself a big payday um, if he had a huge playoffs, but who knows? Well, the way he's playing at the moment. Um, I don't, I'm typically not the kind of person that puts much value into plus minus, but a minus three 
<laughs> in the playoffs is not good. Yeah. And did you see in that game today where he, on the cap, one of the Capitals' goals, he was like standing behind a Vichkin on the power play, like as he was getting a pass. He just, <coughs> he's just lost it. He just doesn't. He looks terrible. It's pretty. Yeah, that's odd positioning. Um, it's like I'm going to stand behind Ovi, who never lets a puck go through him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ovi's in a spot. He's set. He's good. Um, I don't know. I think. My only concern is that the Penguins have rushed back uh, Crosby and Sherry from concussion. Yeah, and that um, catapult into the boards today probably didn't help no, Crosby at he all. Did st- and he got a stick in the face as he well. Did, was- he did stay down for a little bit after that hit. He got up on his own accord, but and then obviously you know he was fine for the rest of the game apparently. But you know, shit, his as we know of his fourth major concussion. Um, at least in the NHL, God knows if what he had uh, playing junior in the queue. Um, Us, Pierre, uh, Pierre Maguire will probably know. He'll, he'll he give probably you a full, would. He'll give you a full rundown <laughs> in his junior career. Um, God, well, Regis, imagine, Regis Maguire. Imagine if we had Pierre Maguire on speed dial. Look like <laughs> phone a friend for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> be like, hey, Pierre, we're stuck. We need to know this little tidbit. Oh yeah, I got you. <laughs> I, I reckon what Pierre, Pierre Maguire should do is he should, you know how you can re- record your voicemail or whatever. And my one's like, hey, um, Joe, I um can't get to your phone, the phone right now. I'll leave your number and a message. Blah blah blah. His one should be every single day. He should record a new thing about some NHL player, like in their junior career. So you ring up and you're like, <laughs> go and get front of him. He's like, hey, it's been Pierre Maguire here. Did you know that Sidney Crosby played for Ramuski in the queue and he hit 400 points in 300 games and he was a two-time All-Star and he went to the World Juniors three times? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, no, at the end he should just go, I can. Yeah, yeah, he's going to end it with I can. Yeah, yeah. Well, Paul Modern is terrible. But <laughs> uh, of course, Pierre Maguire probably does get the amount of phone calls that could requ- require having a new voicemail message every day. A lot of abuse, probably. Yep. <laughs> um, I guess the last thing I want to say about this is I think it would be a better story for the NHL if the Capitals win. Yeah, and I am uh, obviously with the Leafs out. Um and then if the penguins go out, I'm going to be all about the storyline. Um, and I'll get to that in a moment about the, the, the narrative that I want to see in the playoffs um, going forward. But I'm going to be cheering for the penguins. Obviously I think the penguins can do it. Uh, I just the depth and that team, you know, the fact that you've got, Crosby on one line, Malkin on another line, and then, oh, hey, on this other line, we've got fucking Phil Kessel. And they don't seem to have been missing um, Chris Letang, which... is amazing. Yeah. is amazing. Kudos to the likes of uh, Brian Dumoulin uh, stepping up. Been seeing some awesome uh, defensive plays out of him recently. And Justin Schultz, he's kind of gone the opposite of Shattenkirk, where Justin Schultz was... Playing his value up. Yeah, and nothing. He's now kind of becoming a bit of a prize free agent this summer. Now, I know Trevor Daly was a scratch uh, for today's game, so I guess we'll see if he is available to come back for Game 7. But I am... Well, it's funny because my in my bracket, I've got the Caps going all the way. So if the Caps... Same. If the Caps lose, well, I think probably about 80 to 90% of the uh, hockey uh, universe has picked Caps in their bracket. Um, yeah, and if they lose, when well, then my 
bracket is completely cooked. It's pretty much cooked as it is. Um, the fact that San Jose are out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine is Caps Ducks. Oh yeah. I'm you pretty just copy sh- dangle there. I'm, no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I, I see the Caps Ducks or Caps Blackhawks, and that's not looking very good. Well, I think the Penguins should win it, and it's this fun little debate. I think we should we should do this more often. I strongly disagree. <laughs> no, see, that's the thing. Okay, I want to I want to improve this podcast. I want it to grow, um, and you know, for us to get better at it. And maybe we're a little rusty because we've taken a month off. Um, you wouldn't know that because we played the three um, NZHL preview pieces in between. But um, I do want to get better. And good friend of mine, Greg Pearson, uh, who I work with, um, he he listens to every episode. And we went down and did a shoot in Cambridge last week. Can't say what that is for. It's a super secret project. But um, I picked his brain and, you know, he said we're good chemistry. Which I thought was really cool because oh, nice. considering when we started the show, we'd known each other for a matter of weeks. We we know we we shared some tacos. That's right. That's at the, the depth of our. That was um, like the first time we met. Our knowledge, our um, <laughs> knowledge of each other. We'd shared some tacos and then started doing a podcast. Yeah. Um. So, along along with that, and you know, he just sort of mentioned about the whole, you know. Maybe maybe trying to create a bit more conflict in the show, but you know, I guess friendly friendly conflict. Yeah, I guess we don't hate each other. I guess I totally <laughs> fucked that conflict by giving you presents at the start of the podcast. <laughs> nah, man, I appreciate that. Um, well, the cool thing is, is that uh, well, I'm going to you know LA and um, Canada later in the year, at the end of the year, and so I think because you didn't get to go to California on this trip, you were in and out of Anaheim, Hawaii, the other nice sunny spot in America on the West coast. Um, may I should get you some, some duck stuff. Maybe, uh, maybe a Bernier shoes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jonathan all time. Uh, that's that weird thing. We're like, if the ducks do make it through to the conference finals, they have to give up a first round pick. For Patrick Eves as well. Oh, uh, to so Dallas? Yeah. Interesting. Like, I, I think that's round. strange. That I think that strange condition uh, with the Leafs trade, I don't think that's going to eventuate. Well, I don't know. Who's going to start tomorrow? Maybe. But he, doesn't Bernier have to start like 50% of the games? He has to play in, play in. 50% of right. the games. So far, he's, he's played in. I know there was one in the, obviously, the, 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 series, game, the game that didn't happen. And then that other game so not quite there but what if he starts like game seven and then they win and then good one randy good one rides him through the <laughs> conference finals and then they end to go to the end of the stanley cup finals and jesus christ if randy carlisle <laughs> won the stanley cup with jonathan bernier as his goalie i think that toronto media would just implode against um Ottawa and Dion Phaneuf in the finals. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I do not want to see Dion fucking Phaneuf <laughs> lifting the Stanley Cup. As he hands it off to Alex Burrows. <laughs> well, you just stole that joke from <laughs> the Tangled <laughs> podcast. But yeah, that's that's going to kill Vancouver fans a little bit there, isn't it? Um, and They'll I, just set fire to the town again. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're like, hey, we haven't done this in a while. Riot, riot, riot. See, we went for we went for internal conflict, but I'm just conflicting everything against Vancouver. <laughs> I'm outwardly conflicting. We'll get better at it. Uh, so now also, we yeah, as we mentioned uh, earlier, we were at the um, Paradise Avondale last night for the uh, second game of the Western Auckland Admirals preseason uh, for the NZHL against the Botany Swarm, which they won... Was it six? Six. Four? four, I think. They scored a, a couple of late goals. Six, four. Yeah. Uh, Dominated. One, they, they, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, um, that was a pretty good game. I, I, I was behind the camera filming it, but I think, so you probably might've seen more than I do. Cause I'm kind of focusing on where the puck is. Um, West Admirals looked a lot faster, I would say. Than the swarm, mm. maybe a few more younger legs, and I mean you've got Dangle at the oh, Dangle Dan, just not, destroys. Yeah, Dangle, Dangle, Dangle. <laughs> Dangle, Dangle. You've got Dangle at the back, like just he looks so. Everything just looks so easy. Harry plays, and like there was one point where he took the puck from behind his own net, rushed all the way up the ice to the the um, swarm blue line. Some munter was coming like all the way across the ice to crush him, and he just spun out of his way like jumped out of his way without even like seeing him out of the back of his head man he's he's pretty good and um i do like the way um while i was you know filming the game i was really enjoying watching um daigle transition from the back of his net through the you know neutral zone and then create a play to you know get a scoring chance it was he did it a couple of times. It was awesome to watch. He's like he's he's like Carlson, Eric Carlson. Like, <laughs> shit, he would love <laughs> that comparison. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. But um, and the like the the admirals had a few guys out. They uh, like um, friend of the friend of the podcast, Nick Henderson. Nick Henderson wasn't playing. He was a the, little bit banged up. Yeah, the rest of him. Uh, we went to say hi to him, and we were like way up. He was way down, and he was like, I can't actually get my arm up that that high guys so yeah. um yeah nick and they're obviously resting uh rick perry to give some of the junior guys well and um plus uh chubba junior um some game time but i assume rick perry will be the guy again this year after a very solid uh tournament with the ice blacks yeah they um they they look pretty good they look i mean swarm looked good as well um the thing about this is like they so they played two games the game yesterday well monday night and sunday night and then they play two more games next week. Also against the Swarm. So another Crosstown rivalry preseason. And then they start the season against each other. Mm. So they're playing like a six-game series to, <laughs> to start off the season. Now, in previous um, NZHL seasons, I don't think that's always been the case, right? They've played other teams. I think I was t- talking to Punchy last night and normally they start on the road, mm. which would make, I guess, sense. Or at least one of the teams on the road, so you, you kind of break so that it they up don't to... open up playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know on our NZHL preview special with uh, Henderson and Andy A, the Swarm captain, those guys did mention that they were worried the rivalry between the two Auckland sides might get a bit watered down. You know, in the regular season after facing each other several times in the preseason, uh, would you agree with that sentiment? Didn't look at last night. There was no. <laughs> The started off with like Michael Atwell making a massive hit. And I was like, is this, is this preseason? This Atwell's is always good for a few big hits. And he was, uh, he was 
fucking he was swinging his stick around a little bit and making some hits and it was got very testy towards the end of the game as well uh, there's a couple of big hits um swan player got injured as well but you heard today that he's okay yes um shit the name is escaping me right Com- now commons yeah yeah that's the one last name's commons yeah um <laughs> yeah he took a bit of a high shot and um had to leave the game but he's he's okay yeah chase miller confirmed to me uh today that yeah he's all good because i he didn't he seemed a bit woozy um as you said what he got uh checked in the chin yeah caught caught up high Whew. obviously i assume uh unintentional there was a um there was a good little um little scrap between gareth mcleish and um Jordan Chalice as well at one point. Yeah, so the couple of couple of the old old hands going at each other there. The one thing now you mentioned the admirals and their speed. The one thing that I thought was the Swarm's undoing a couple of seasons ago was their lack of discipline. And while it was preseason, and maybe you know they're just trying to get some you know you know trying to get some of the frustration out. Um, you know, you're playing your rivals, you know, I guess you, even though it's preseason, you probably want to go a bit, you know, go a bit harder against them uh, and maybe scare them a little uh, into thinking that you're this big, bad team to worry about for the, for the year. Um, I saw signs of that season of the 2015 season in this team. Uh, <laughs> you know, you don't have like the likes of uh, Brandon Contrado uh, scoring for them now because he's now their head coach, mm. um, which I'll get to in a moment. Um, did I completely fuck up that name? I don't know. I'm sorry if I did. Um, but yeah, I, I saw shades of the 2015 swarm in that game, um, which had me a little bit worried, but you know, I th- you can always work on uh, discipline. The, the actual skill of the team is there. Mm. Um, a lot of good guys. Um, and of course their goalie, uh, while, you know, there was quite a few goals lead up. You know, he did look pretty solid for the most part. There was a great moment where Andy Hay, um, <laughs> he got a penalty because he took a run at someone and um, he was coming, he was coming off the ice and he goes, oh, he turns to the referee and goes, I only hit him because he tried to hit me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's such a good dude like that. Eh? Yeah. He's a, he's a great um, dude. And that's one of the, one of the, uh, I guess the benefits of um playing hockey in a smaller smaller ranks like that is that you can hear all of that stuff mm. you quite clearly quite clearly hear all that stuff the other side of that is the players can probably quite clearly hear all the shit coming from the stands a lot of abuse was being healed uh mm. yeah from one person in particular i'm not gonna name names but was not a good look um i i don't agree with abusing refs in that way at all no, and especially in a preseason game. Yeah, it's- it means nothing, dude. Like it's they're just you know they're shaking off the rust, you know, working out the kinks. Um, you don't have to go to that level. You don't have to go to that level ever. Um, yeah, I'm not going to point out who it is, but if you, <laughs> I think if you were at the game, you know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah, not cool. Uh, but it was nice to see that the stream was actually working properly as opposed to the shit fest we saw with the um, double HF tournament. Tip of the hat to you there. You were uh, manning the camera and helping with the setup of the um, with Josh as well. So just tweaking the, um, the output, the input, the compression and the 
the frame rate um, and it was probably the best stream that's been done in this new setup so far with the gear. I think a good, um, you know, a good part of that may also be the fact that the the Avondale rink has fiber and the total yeah. GCs and let us have the um, connection that wasn't restricted. Yeah, th- yeah. Then we we started off a bit rocky with yeah. the um <laughs> the the upload speed of uh, point two oh, megabytes. Yeah, we thought, oh god, here we go again. Um, but no, it did get a lot better. I watched it back a little bit last night when I got home. I was pretty happy with with how it looked. Um, but it, the, the other positive was about as well was being able to hear the the commentators being able to hear each other through the monitor. Yeah, so I, I want to get Ian on the show. So between uh, Ian Wanamaker, myself, and Joe, we commentated the um, the uh, Ice Blacks games for the WHF Worlds that were in Auckland uh, last month. And Casey Ball as well. And Casey Ball. When Casey Ball was doing it, it was awkward because uh, they only had one headset, and then they plugged in you know the white iPhone. <laughs> Um, head headphones that have like the like little mic on the cord that you know people hold up to their mouth and it just sounded really tinny and you know on the camera it looks so silly. Um, but yeah, we couldn't hear each other. We had to like we we're basically cuddling up while commentating so we could even tell who was talking so that we didn't talk over the top of each other. But you know, uh, full credit to Joe. Uh, to figuring out that, hey, maybe there's this other place that we can plug these things into and we could hear each other. And after a little playing around, boom, we found it. So, yeah, I think uh, just seeing the whole setup, obviously coming from the the Slapshot uh, Productions environment, it was, it's all kind of been a little bit depressing and, um, you know, just to to see kind of how, I guess, backwards in a way it's gone. Um, I don't want it to... to take such a huge step backwards, which is, which is why, um, like myself, you know, I'm still helping out because I don't want to see the league turn to shit. I want people to still, to be able to watch the games. Um, and hopefully it gets better, but I feel like the, uh, obviously the NZHL has to stand by that decision that they've made, um, and really make it work. I obviously, I want to see it work. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how it goes throughout the season, especially because you know all the teams are responsible for the stream themselves now. Exactly, and they're they're putting their faith in a lot of um, a lot of volunteers who, unlike you, maybe not as proficient or skilled on camera work or or even just experience. S- yeah, it's experience and and setups like that. So, um, and I mean it, it took. Us a while to get that done yesterday, and this that you know it's going to be a few teething problems, I believe, and hopefully that doesn't negatively reflect on the league. And yeah, hopefully people have a little bit of patience um, in the first few weeks. But but as we know of people on the internet, they have no patience for anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. If you ever saw any of the comments from the Ice Black tournament, whoo, there's some nasty shit there. Um, and coming from current players too, which is uh, <laughs> quite interesting. Um, not gonna, not gonna say who. But, um, it was a few of them, uh, but yeah, I think, yeah, there was some, there was some really expert analysis there, Joe. Oh man, we. we I'm glad there that was you a deep were, dive. I'm glad that you were watching the game, whereas I was passively watching the game while just trying to keep the puck and focus and everything. There was, there was one bit where the, um, the admirals basically had they had an ice blacks power play, with like Ryan Ruddle, Nick Craig, um. 
Taylor Rooney. Oh, Rooney. Fuck, he had a good game. And a, uh, I can't remember who was playing center, but he's a, he was a nice black as well. And Daigle. So it's not a bad power play. Yeah, that's not bad at all. <laughs> and it's nice to see Ryan Ruddle playing uh, hockey back in New Zealand. Exactly. With his great mustache. <laughs> yeah, Joe is a huge fan of that mustache. Um, uh, Taylor Harrop was the, other, was the other guy. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah, that is a very solid power play. Um, one last thing, a quickly run through um, when we were, you know, talking about the Ducks here and the miracle comeback. A uh, friend of the show, uh, John Broadbent, uh, mentioned on Twitter about how there has been a mention of uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs in uh, New Zealand's like mainstream news media. Um, we did at, at News Hub, we got an email from from someone, a viewer who questioned that and was like, hey, you, yeah, I know it's a it's not really a sport in New Zealand, like it's a new sport. But, you know, you show baseball and basketball and, um, you know, whatnot. Uh, so why not give the Stanley Cup playoffs a little bit of love? Fucking A to that guy. Girl. Girl. Even better. Fucking A to that girl. Yeah. All right. Um, now, the thing is, well, I guess for the main part is because there is no, no New Zealanders involved in the NHL. So the interest is kind of waning there for, you know, New Zealand mainstream media. Because you always got to link it back to New Zealand some way um, yep. to kind of keep the, I guess, to keep it relevant and interesting. But um, if you, if you out there, you know, you listen to this podcast and you're from New Zealand and you feel strongly that um, you should be getting more or even just some hockey highlights on your six o'clock news, um, send them an email. Yeah, make your make Any your that, voice. I, yeah, I'm not I'm not just talking about news hub here. This is one news. Um, crowd goes crowd wild, goes wild. Sky, yeah, Prime. Anyone like we live in an age where it is far easier and more uh, public for your voices to be heard with mm. social media. So use it and, and like don't be dicks about it. Just just be like, hey, we want to see this. You know, just register your interest with them. Um, Maybe don't tell them that we sent you, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think if you, if you want to see that, if you want to see more out of, uh, you know, your New Zealand media, you gotta have, you gotta let them know. Otherwise, you know, they don't, they won't know what you want, but yeah, if you want to see hockey in this country, you know, just, just tell people, uh, spread the word. Same with this podcast, you know, um, you know, listen, you know, obviously if you're listening right now, maybe you're listening on iTunes, maybe you're listening on SoundCloud, uh, but share it with your friends, you know, encourage them to subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud, you know, uh, spread the word, help us grow and, um, you know, follow us on the old social media with at Park Gear Podcast with basically everything, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Usually, uh, Joe posts some pretty good stuff on the old, on the old Insta. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, well, one quick plug for this for, um, for the game sevens, uh, with Thursday being that massive day of hockey, uh, Penguins and Capitals and Oilers and Ducks, both of those games are going to be on Sky Sports. So if you have that and you're in New Zealand and, um, you don't mind the NBC coverage and you don't mind the NBC coverage, maybe watch, maybe watch that and city your game center just so Sky can see the numbers. Yeah. Give them, a, give them a little bit of love and say thanks for, hey, at least giving us something, you know? Uh, and it's good that they do that. Like, obviously, they, they recognize that there is there is a market out there for it, but I I don't think people are aware just what the market actually is for hockey in New Zealand. And while, yes, it is a new sport, um, 
it's always growing. And especially when you go to the South Island, holy shit. And like nothing is going to turn people on more than Game 7s. Chuck it on, show a mate. Yes, nothing is going to turn people on more than Game 7s. <laughs> Hashtag hockey porn. Hockey porn, I love it. All right, with that, um, now we use the term and now uh, I've noticed a lot more lately. Um, everyone calls everyone punishes. And we're going to end the show with the song that actually, I guess, started that all. But Joe, could you maybe quickly explain the origins of this term? Uh, a great New Zealander that I work with, Matthew Heath, he um, was in a band called Deja Voodoo, who um, were part of the TV show Back of the Wire back in the day. Um, and so they used to have a term for their fans. They would call them punishers. Not, not a normal thing where people would hate their fans. Yeah. Um, but they would... Um, so it's not really a term of endearment, is it? Not really. But so, because their fans would be hammered and like come up to them and basically you vomit on them and tell them how much they <laughs> love them and just punish them basically. So they wrote a song about, hey, Punisher, stop punishing me, uh, which is basically about their fans. And from there, it kind of evolved into um, Punisher became a term for, for anything really. Like now, now it actually is a term of endearment. So it can be anything. It can be, oh, you, you're such a Punisher. Oh, look at this Punisher. Hey, <laughs> hey Punisher. As a, your friend, you're yeah. your friend. Uh, and we were at the game last night and um, me and Hamish Lewis, who was commentating, were carrying a table out and Ian Wanamaker came up behind us and said, what are you two punishers up to? <laughs> and you... Um, so you could say it's uh, it's New Zealand uh, New Zealand's version of Buddy. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. All right, so we're going to end the show with Deja Voodoo's Punisher. Um, we're Pakia Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again next week. Make sure you um, subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, share it out there, and uh, get in touch with us. See ya. <laughs> Pakia, it's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favorite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pakia Podcast. You bought the show.